Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, and thank you for joining us in our fight against the woke mind virus. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as azotemia and baptismal pool party. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, I am so excited to announce the 2023 jock doc podcast scavenger hunt for all of our listeners oh for the last year i've given you a bunch of tasks that involve like digging and burying things yes yeah everything is ready everything is done the only thing that hasn't been done dr london is me giving the initial clue to get people going the first clue was if this treasure you do seek then Dr. London's house is where you, and I couldn't think of a word that like rhymed with seek, but I just sort of implied that it's at, it's at your house. The first clue is at your house. Dr. London's house is where you should peek, maybe? Like, pe- like, like P-E-E-K? Like they're, they're peeking through the windows? Yeah, well, that's, see, that, that's part of the problem, because all of your other ideas also involve the peeking in the windows. Like, the, the scavenger hunt is the latest one, but there's also the, you know, if a woman you, you wish to find and you want to gaze upon a behind, then you, like, it, it's just, I feel like all of them, you found a way to make it kind of rhyme and then get to my house to look in the windows, uh, no matter what the activity was. Oh, you're saying even not, not even related to the scavenger hunt. You're talking about my... Oh, yeah. Um, Church picnics. Yeah. Um, uh, well, there was a fantasy football league the, watch party. The company I had started, Peeping Tom's Pros, and there were people who were professional Peeping Toms, which you had an issue with, so I had to shut down the company. It was We were doing really well. Like Every one of my guys was looking into your house every day, and I thought that was a huge success rate. I mean, they, they were... You're right. They were professional. They were like really... They were all licensed, and they showed me their badges and licenses very quickly. One had a certificate with him framed, and it, it, it is hard to argue with people who do that, but then I try to close my blinds, and then they would knock no, on the door. No, yeah, you can't do that. That affects the workflow that we're working with, or we were. I mean, the company shut down now at the behest of you. So yeah, so the scavenger hunt's going to be the next thing at my pl- I guess I'll try not to be... So, I mean, although it, it does sound like I'm not just, like with the Peeping Tom things, I would, people would show up at the house and I would deal with it. Scavenger Hut sounds like it's going to basically be, be my job to tell them where each treasure is. Yes. Cameron, we have a sponsor today. That's so exciting. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm, I am trying to suppress the excitement right now. Uh, it's actually Caldera Lab. They're a men's skincare company. And so you know how first impressions 
can have an effect on sort of how people perceive you? Hmm. I guess I've never thought about it before, but yeah. Well, I mean, like the first time I met you. Yeah. If when we go back to that fateful day on the roller coaster, yeah. So you were pulling the lever to make the roller coaster go, mm-hmm. and, and you I, were screaming at the top of your lungs. Yeah, I hadn't gotten on yet, but like, I was scared you're going to pull the lever. Yeah, and that's still sort of how I see you today, like a guy who is can be scared at because at any moment someone might pull a lever. Yeah, and send people on a like because I wasn't even seated on it. I was waiting in line, but like pretty apprehensive because it was a dare. So, so, so that was my first impression of you and just so terrifying. But I imagine, what if your skin had been better? Oh. So Caldera Lab, yes, that's their whole deal is they make men's skin better. So you're going to brush your teeth every day uh, and incorporating skincare before all that, before you brush your teeth, before you go over to pull the lever at the roller coaster, Caldera Lab can make your impression better. So uh, they create high-performance men's skin care products, and the regiment leads off their product lineup. That's a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Uh, they know the skincare world is heavily female-driven, and it's been the wild, wild west for men. But now, there's some control, like the lever. So, uh, the regiment from Caldera Lab includes three products, the Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and the Good. The Clean Slate starts and ends your day. Uh, it's a face wash that leaves all types of uh, skin types refreshed. Um, the Base Layer, it's a daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. The Good is your go-to multifunctional serum at night. It helps your skin look tighter and smoother. It helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. Um, it's got antioxidants in it. There's the, the Icon, the Caldera Lab Icon Eye Serum. And that one addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye. Fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness, which, like, I know, when, I did end up getting on. Yeah. But you were going to mention the puffiness in your eyes from your crying, your weeping. I don't think that's the puffiness that's really talking about. Okay. Yeah, I guess more of a long-term situation where my, yeah, I was, it was like, it was a lot for me to go through that day. And the fact that you, once again, your first impression with me was like to, to mock me. Well, yeah, I would say, I mean, I would say first impression, I would say first seven or eight impressions of you was more or less mocking you and you being, like, really scared. Well, I, I think that's got to be in part because they were the first seven times I tried to get on this roller coaster and then couldn't. Yeah. Because it was so scary. And, and, and sorry, and for the listener, it wasn't just, like, me being scared of roller coasters. That was, like, a small part of it. You also kept starting and stopping it while they would go through a loop. Yeah. And people get, just got stuck up there for a while. Well, don't give me the lever if you're not going to let me use it. You know what I mean? That's what I kept, yeah. tell, kept telling my managers. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they, like, eventually got the point, I guess. I, I had no, no, no comeback for that. They were like, he's right. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so Caldera Lab is the leader of men's skincare. Maybe with only top-tier ingredients, clinical trials have found 94% of men's skin, ca- skin showed an overall younger-looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. Um, just takes a minute, morning, and night to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. And just for our audience, we have an exclusive offer, and this is the best offer available anywhere. Use JockDoc, the code JockDoc, at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. That's 20% off with uh, JockDoc is the code at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first impressions that lead to the charming words, you look younger. 
Uh, so that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Digital and the Host. move on i would like to address a bit of listener feedback so for a long time our listener demographic was primarily composed of billionaires who just want to have a humble cage fight but in our efforts to cater to them we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast so cameron could you ask the electric harpoon for the listener feedback this is actually a comment not from uh, a robot but this is actually from tiktok this is actually a real person or a tiktok bot yeah could be a tiktok bot so the comment we got was not everyone should have a podcast wow i would say just to respond to this like uh, yes they should yeah well i think i think they might have a point and hear me out on this because i like i get that this is a point okay. of contention um if you don't have a microphone and you are a mute person, you can't speak, you can't make grunting noise, like you, you are unable to articulate any words or sounds, then I think there's, a, like there's room to argue that maybe your place isn't the podcasting world necessarily. And you could argue that. I could see that argument being made I, it doesn't make sense to me because they should still have a podcast but it, it's freedom of speech dr london like let people's voices be heard let the grunts and the growls be heard even if there's not a microphone to record them but all that said it, it was a nice thing to say like 
you know, saying, you know, hey, not everyone should have a podcast, but you guys obviously do. So keep it up. That's great yeah. that you obviously have something to say, which is sort of what the comment was implying, which I do appreciate that. But it just feels like you're being hard on yourself. You're saying, oh, not everyone can have a podcast. I wish I could. You can. Listener, you can have a podcast. Yeah. I, 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 but like under ideal circumstances, the podcast would involve like, a microphone and that i don't care about as much i'm not going to listen to it so like who like who cares okay uh well anyway so to that listener thank you for listening and now for today's medical topic ulnar neuropathy that's right dr london so ulnar neuropathy is a peripheral neuropathy located uh, localized to the ulnar nerve which is more commonly known as the funny bone in your elbow that's right dr london most common cause of peripheral neuropathy in general is diet that's right dr london is diabetes mellitus, but ulnar neuropathy specifically is more typically caused by pressure in the palms of hands from riding a bike or from trauma to the medial side. That's right, Dr. London. Of the elbow on the affected arm. Once again, in the funny bone region. It's not so funny. It's a bone. Like, that's not funny. Well, so- so it's a, it's a nerve. Part, part of the, what I thought I explained here was, it's actually, a, you know it as a funny bone, but it's actually a nerve. That's right, Dr. London. Patients with ulnar neuropathy will present with a wasting of the hypothenar eminence. That's hypo, meaning under or below, and thenar, which refers to the palm of the hand. So hypothenar eminence is the amount of muscle at the base of your fifth finger, which is your little finger. These patients will also experience pain in the fourth and fifth fingers, which are the ring and pinky fingers. So this makes sense, of course, because that ulnar nerve, which is the funny bone nerve, normally serves to innovate the pinky and and half of the ring finger. And if that nerve is not functioning correctly, as is the case in ulnar neuropathy, then that would lead to pain and wasting of the muscles there. Are you following? Does this make sense to you? That's right, Dr. London. Just the treatment for ulnar neuropathy is with pregabalin or gabapentin, uh, tricyclic antidepressants, uh, but th- those medications may also be effective. So <clears throat> we've been asked a lot about this issue that might fall outside of a given one of our jurisdictions generally, but today we, we just want to give life advice. And it's, of course, about getting your first tattoo. That's right, Dr. London. This is one of the hardest decisions that a person can make. So, some people say, like, whether to get married, have a child. Yeah. Have a dog. Move. Have a hamster. Yeah. Some people think it's that, and it's not. It's deciding on your very, very first tattoo. We've all been there. We've all had to do it. <laughs> but some of you listeners, you might be kind of younger, especially some of you bot listeners. I assume you're, you're probably only days old because bots usually get banned pretty quickly. Yeah, unless they're on our favorite platform of X. But if you are of any age where you are permitted to get a tattoo, you're going to need to have this advice. So. I guess going into it, um, you want to make sure that it's someone who has needles. A lot of people's first mistake when they go to get a tattoo is going to someone who says they can do a tattoo, but they have no needles. Now you're probably wondering, what tattoo should I get? Oh, big question. Yes. Oh, am I going to get barbed wire? Am I going to get, uh, uh, like, uh, 
like you know some Chinese letters that I don't even know what they mean. You can do that. Don't, but I wouldn't. Don't be a cliche. Your first time is sometimes it's not going to be the perfect first time. Like sometimes you're going to be nervous, and sometimes it's going to be over like too quick. You want yeah. to last longer. You'll like be sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. It just sometimes the first time is not ideal. But this is why we're trying to give you tips, listener. So you can make your first time the ideal thing. So you have to go in confidently. The tattoo that you should pick, it should mean something to you. Don't just get, don't just get, oh, I got a little alien. Oh, I got SpongeBob. If your name is Tom Kenny um, and you do, or you're the voice of SpongeBob, then there's a case to be made for that. I would even say people who work on the show, like I would say if SpongeBob has personally made you $50 million or more, then I, I would say that getting a SpongeBob tattoo is probably a, De- a decent like, idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, even, but even for your first time, I'd still like think about it. Um, but yeah, if for, for several of, yeah, yeah, definitely a few of us in the world, uh, we haven't necessarily worked on SpongeBob. The show. No, not yet. But I would say a good idea for your first tattoo would be the last person you had killed. So, like for me, this was actually my first tattoo, which is why I can throw this out there. But the tattoo I got, you can see it right here. Oh yeah, um, it's of a right. It's of a little boy that I had run over with yeah. a jet ski. I ran him over with my jet ski. Yeah. And um, and you can see where the jets were. Like, I like that you illustrated the moment of impact. Yes. No, it's not just a portrait of him. It's, it is. I mean, I'm in my own tattoo as well. And it's me running over this child with a jet ski. And, yet, and sorry, like, in case people interpret this the wrong way. He had it coming. The kid did. I'm sure. I mean, I didn't know him, but I, I bet he did. Oh, yeah. It, well, like, I, I talked to his dad afterward. Yeah. And like it was mostly he was all weepy about it, but like he did mention like uh the kid like had just been throwing a tantrum like right before. Oh yeah, of course. Classic yeah. kid thing. Yeah. So and like he was like, Oh, it's kind of a really sad thing because he was like, oh, I kind of regret the way that I had reprimanded him in the moment because that was the last thing I said to him before that guy out on the lake with the it looked like he was sparklers in both hands. Sure, yeah. Waving around, driving with my knees, yeah. Yeah. And the and the uh the Roman candle in his teeth that he was shooting off. To be able to capture all that in a tattoo, it just really emphasizes like how good of an artist the Chipotle manager I went to yeah. was. Oh, yeah, fantastic. So that's that's just one example. Um now, one of the things that people may ask here is, well, how much do tattoos cost? And d- it depends on where you go, but generally, you're going to want a bank loan. Like, that's, that's part of it. Um, and once again, like, it depends on which time it is, but if it is your first time, they do want a, a pretty hefty down payment. So... And I would say there are actually two options here. And this is where you and I disagree on stuff. You always say, like, even if, like, if you want to go to a, re- a nice restaurant, you need to take out a bank loan. Yeah. 
Whereas I always say the only currency you need is a bullet. Like as long as you have a gun and you're able to show that to a person, then you can kind of get anything for free. Uh, Now, one question that may come up. Um, How do you get a loan if you have bad credit or no credit or what is a bank? Yeah. So for me, um, I do kind of what any millennial does. Uh, I go onto Craigslist and I go ahead and ask someone to give me $100,000 to put that in my bank account so that the bank knows that I'm good for the money. And then I, and like, you only, I only keep it in there for like a month or something. Like you don't have to have it in there for a long time. And people on Craigslist are famously so rich and reliable. Yeah. Whenever it comes to transferring money between accounts. So you just hop on Craigslist, post about it. Ideally, you'll also post on social media about it too. Uh, And then you um, go tell the bank, well, I have this much money in my account and it's been there for a while. And people might even suggest, like, isn't that bank fraud to, like, pretend you have more money than you do by having a stranger just give you a bunch of money for some reason, just put that, putting that in your account. And my reply to that is, what the hell are you talking about? What, what the hell are you talking about? And, like, are you not a millennial? Is, that's a kind of non-millennial talk. That is. It's very boomer talk. Yeah. So, like... I guess if you're a boomer, then you can say that, but then we're all going to know. So uh, you are going to want to commit bank fraud and go ahead and, uh, yeah, get that loan. Um, and by the way, if you have good credit, I, I would not advise you to do this, any of these steps. If you have good, like, if you can get the loan without it, I'd say just don't bother with the loan because that kind of takes out the experience. Yeah, I would say if you have good credit, stop listening to this podcast entirely. Like, stop it right now. Delete it from your podcast feed. Delete it from your phone. And then never speak to us again. Yeah. And we normally don't say that, but like... Well, and all all that to say, yes, when you get your first tattoo, you're going to be scammed a few times first. So you're going to go through the process, all of these steps that we've told you. The first few times, you're going to are going to be fake. And that's just just what happens. Oh, the tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. The, the tattoo won't be real. The tattoo yeah. won't be real. The entire system won't be real. You'll be out like $100,000. That's just life. Again, it's not your money. It's the Craigslist money. You'll try going back to the bank, and the building will not exist. Yes, you won't be able to find it anymore. You'll try to look it up on Google, and it will say, like, there's never been a bank here. The picture you took, you'll check your phone, and your phone is gone. And But these experiences are just part of growing up, part of learning. Everyone has them when they get their first tattoo. Yeah, it's part of getting a tattoo. Like, you knew going into this, it's going to hurt a little. And a, a lot, yes. And in some cases, a lot. Like, you, you might be punched, you might be branded, you might, like, have your entire income just sort of drained from your account. You knew that going into this. Uh, I guess this, this does bring us to the question that we get a lot once again we talk about sort of the younger folks um what if you're underage when it comes to tattoos how do you do it uh i mean there there are multiple approaches fake id fake id is a big one that's pretty good um i would say uh solicit like an older person from the internet say like hey my parents are out of town can you come over and give me a tattoo um that's a good idea 
Definitely invite people yeah, over. Like, invite adults over to your house is sort of what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, I, with that, the, the Craigslist approach, I'd also say uh, you can get someone to have a surrogate for your tattoo if you don't feel comfortable having it on your skin, which, like, is understandable. Uh, and that's, I guess, the, maybe the last step to um, getting your first tattoo is your new roommate, the guy who got the tattoo for you. Yes. So it's, look, it's fun. You're good. I want to say best times of my life, my tattoo guy. And once again, not the guy who gave me a tattoo. It is the guy no, who the, got the tattoo. Your surrogate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's so fun. He, lo- he doesn't like to party. I was going to say he loves to party. I like to party. He likes to uh, call the police on the party. And he likes yeah. to walk outside uh, of his room. He's locked up in there most of the time. But well, he's very old. He's extremely old. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and he, he, sometimes he would say, because sometimes he won't show you the tattoo directly. And he'll say, like, well, it didn't take. I'll have to get another one. Uh, and he, he said, like, well, look at my skin folds. They fold in so much. And you're like, well, I get it. But, like, I did pay for this thing. So, like, there's, there's a back and forth, like every relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, but you formed a bond that can never be broken. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say that's the last thing, Dr. Lennon. I would say the last thing is the cancer you're going to have to deal with because tattoos do give you cancer. Putting ink in your body is going to kill you. Um, and I would say... You know, chemo's not worth it. It's just going to make you feel bad and it's not going to work. So, um, I don't, I guess just sort of plan your last wishes. So, you want to you buy your grave plot? Um, Go get ice cream. Just the things, yeah. like, all the things you're like, hey, this is my last hoorah. Like, I'm only, I'm going to die very soon. Yes, very. After like, you get the tattoo. It is so terminal, yes. Go see a movie. Go. Uh, hug your kids. Oh, and to clarify, uh, even if you had a surrogate for the tattoo, you will still be the one to die of cancer. That and that is just yeah, just one of those crazy things. I don't think anyone even understands the science behind it. But that's why I'm not a scientist. Yeah, you know, and I I am, but I um d- forgot to do the reading. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I. I does that does that clarify everything? I feel like we got it. I think that's good. Okay. I think I think that's it. Um I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I think we covered everything. So um thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. I'm not